All right, switching gears here this afternoon, Edmonton police have released a three-year plan to crack down on gang and gun violence. Now, as of November 9th, there have been 138 shootings in Edmonton. Police say most of them have been targeted. The new plan is meant to reduce gun and gang activity. Let's find out how and the cost. Staff Sergeant Eric Stewart is the head of the EPS Guns and Gang Unit. Eric, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon, Jillian. How are you? I'm, I am well. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. So we know that the numbers are up in Edmonton, but I think, um, you know, this is something that's happening right across the country, isn't it? Yeah, you bet. Like this, uh, the, the trend of gun violence and, and gang activity is definitely increasing everywhere. And, you know, it, it starts, you know, from our, our neighbors down south where they've seen this coming for a while, you know, and, Look at the Lower Mainline out in Toronto. They've mm-hmm. seen this coming too. But no, we're just we we are seeing it now here in Edmonton. And I think this this strategy is an opportunity for us to to act on it before it gets too far out of hand, like you've seen out in different uh, provinces. Okay, so this plan, what's in it that you're not doing right now? What what what's the difference that's going to make things better? So what we're doing right now is we have a gang suppression team and they work four days a week. So mm-hmm. it's four days coverage only uh, when they're out there. And their role is many things. Uh, they're very effective in what they do. Um, they're communicating with a lot of these uh, individuals involved in, in gang activity and organized crime. And they're also, uh, what they're doing is using a focused deterrence approach. And what that means is um, they're making sure these individuals are, are abiding by the law. And if they're out and about in our community, uh, they're making sure uh, that they know that we're out. What we're seeing, though, with some of this, uh, some of this activity is when they're going to restaurants, you know, that you and I may sit at or Edmontonians might sit at, you know, they, they, either, they either bring violence or they attract violence. So we want to make sure um, we have the capacity to double up the gang suppression team so they're out there doing that kind of work. Um, and also what they do is they do the prevention side of it too. So, you know, every every day they're out there, you know, offering an olive branch to these, these individuals involved in this lifestyle with an opportunity to exit. Um, so that's what we're trying to do with these teams. But they're very effective in keeping um, organized crime and gang members in check when they're out in our streets here in Edmonton. Okay, so one of the big things it would be a move from four days a week in operation to seven days a week. That's what you're telling me. That's correct. That's one team. And then we have our shooting, uh, our shootings that are happening in Edmonton. So yeah. it's a firearms investigation unit. And what they do is they focus on uh, a lot of the shootings in Edmonton. Now, that's part and parcel with our, with our investigative response teams. But the only thing with our investigative response teams is they don't get to deploy in a full, you know, eight-member capacity to these, these events. So um, they're definitely overwhelmed, where if the firearms investigation unit, we can deploy them with a seven-team or eight-team member uh, membership in the team which allows them to have a direct focus on these shooting events. We're looking to double that capacity as well because the way, the best way to turn from this stuff is holding people accountable. How complex are, are these sorts of investigations? Because oftentimes this, this gang violence is tied to organized crime. So I'm curious to know about the, the tentacles that are far-reaching. Yeah, it's, it's, they're very complex. You know, it's challenging work. It's challenging, but it's not impossible. You know, when these individuals get involved in this lifestyle, there's there's definitely in their minds pros to being involved in that. You know, it comes with you know, whether it be monetary uh, income that comes out of that. They get that that feeling of family and that camaraderie amongst these groups. So we're trying to get in, in between that to stop that. But when you have a shooting event in Edmonton, we deploy numerous resources when it comes to patrol officers, frontline members, and then we deploy investigators. And then those investigations go on for months and months and months. And you got to look at the shooting. Like I, I look at that as 
it's not a homicide, but it's it's close to a homicide when people are getting you know shot out there. So mm-hmm. we depl- we deploy homicide teams. We have three or four teams that do that. And right now we don't have the capacity with only one team looking at these shootings. So that they're very complex. They take a long time, but there is there is an opportunity to get better at how we do business with them. Staff Sergeant Eric Stewart is the uh, the head of the EPS Guns and Gang Section. Um, you, you talked about the Gang Suppression Unit and how um, they let um, the known members know, hey, we're watching, we're here, but we're also, you know, extending an olive branch if you want to get out of this lifestyle. How often has has that has anyone actually ever taken the EPS up on, on that saying, yeah, I want to get out, you know, can you help me do this? Because you talk about that, you know, that lifestyle, that, that camaraderie, one of the reasons why we know people are attracted to that lifestyle is because of that sense of, I don't know, for lack of a better word, maybe family, and it's difficult to break. Do, do people actually get out when you guys extend an olive branch? Do you know, I'll be honest, the success rate isn't very high. We, uh, the chances, you know, sometimes we see our best opportunities, which is sad, is when something traumatic happens to that individual, mm-hmm. someone close they know, uh, whether it be you know, a brazen shooting or a homicide or something traumatic, an event that happens, we have an opportunity to get in there, not only to with the investigation, but to talk to these individuals, you know, and say, you know, that could very easily have been you on the other side there. But, you know, our success rate isn't high, and I think it's not because of the our abilities of what we're doing it's just it's a very it's a very mm. tight group these group these gangs and you got to infiltrate and get in there and show them there's a better opportunity in what they're doing and so i'm guessing that um, the ideal way um when you talk about suppression is making sure that people don't get involved in the first place we're yeah, trying. there's definitely an education and prevention piece. And, you know, what we're seeing currently right now, when you talk about prevention and education, that's a long-term goal. We offer that every day. We still go out there and do that. But to get to get to the youth and get to these individuals that are thinking about joining these groups, uh, that's a long-term plan. And we're, we're fully engaged and willing to do that. Um, but that's that's kind of their, their opportunity with the gangs. But prevention, intervention, education is something that we're going to, you know, ramp up as well when it comes to the strategy. All right. So the strategy, I mean, if it's ramping up and there's going to be, you know, more hours, maybe more members uh, as parts of this, this team is going to cost how much? Yeah, I think when they broke down the budgets, and again, I, I'm not the one to speak to the budgets, but I think totality, I want to say it was... Uh, 12 million over four years i think is what it was but uh, don't quote me on that because i'm I'm not the finance person but (laughs) there's definitely a cost to it and and it's not lost on me you know with all the you know the the ass out there with the edmontonians on on policing and other things right now it's tough times but it does take uh more people and more members to make this happen and that's that's where the ask comes from so so we know that there have been a lot of asks and there's a lot of asks right now in front of city council and those budget deliberations start december 1st running through I think the 16th uh, at at City Hall, and you know the the police budget. And again, I know you're not the finance guy. I'm 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 getting to a point with this. <laughs> is um, is um, you know there's been a lot of asks, and the and and policing is a hot topic when it comes to the budget. There's a lot of you know uh, varying opinions on it. What happens then, Eric, if the if you don't get the cash, if 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 the strategy um doesn't move ahead because you don't have the cash to do it 
You know, and I think that's uh, that's a question that uh, maybe I got to leave to uh, our chief and the management team and how they, you know, how they decide to pivot to make things happen. You know, I will say this: like, you look at our ten squad model that they're able to to roll out. You know, mm-hmm. it's a give and take. We had to we had to take somewhere from somewhere to make that happen. So, you know, it just becomes, uh, you know, you know, I, I give lots of credit, and that's why they are the chief and the deputy chiefs and the management team. They understand how to pivot through these times and make these things happen. Um, but it's definitely going to be challenging. You know, things always got to give in order to have other things to happen if you're not creating new positions. Right? Mm. Staff Sergeant Eric Stewart joining me this afternoon. Thanks for uh, making time for us. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. Have a good day. Yeah, we'll talk to you again soon. So uh, that's the head of the EPS guns and gangs section. So in Edmonton, as I mentioned, shooting so far this year, uh, January 1st to November 9th, 138. We'll break down what exactly that looks like 